a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Let's face it, we, we all love to get our own way. But if we never take advice from other people, not only do we miss out on their creativity, but we'll probably miss some of the pitfalls just up ahead. Diamond and welcome to the program. Now today we're going to be taking a look at the simple act of accepting advice from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever it is that you happen to be dealing with in your life right at the moment. You know, it never ceases to amaze me how poor we can be at taking good advice when our lives depend on it. Smoking's a good example, diet, exercise. We do have the most amazing ability to ignore good advice. Why is that? Well, partly because good advice invariably involves changing something today so that we'll benefit tomorrow. Let me be more specific than that. Changing something almost always means giving up something that we really like fried foods to manage cholesterol, salt to manage blood pressure. Even emotionally, we may see something as being our right, even though it's destructive to those around us. But at the end of the day, our ability to take good advice, well, it's going to have a huge impact on the quality of our lives. This week on the program, we've been unpacking that powerful Yiddish proverb, every generation has to learn for itself that the stove is hot. And of course, we all go through the process of growing up and changing from being kids to teenagers to adults, where we look at parents and adults and teachers and we go, oh, just get out of my life. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. We know it all when we're teenagers. And then we grow up into adults. And of course, we grow into wonderfully balanced, mature people that never have a problem taking advice. (laughs) Yeah, right. We often grow into adults who are nothing more than big teenagers. Teenagers are wonderful, but we know that teenagers have some growing up and some learning to do to become adults. But when we take this know-it-all attitude well into our adulthood, we do so at our own detriment. Now, we allow ourselves to be influenced by a whole bunch of different things, and the thing that influences us most tends to be our own needs. Oh, well, I want to buy that car. I want to have that holiday. I want to do what feels good for me right here and right now. It's okay, as long as it's in balance. But I can say I love fried foods and have a coronary. Or we can allow people and ideas and advertisements to influence us without really thinking it through. Sitting with a group of students in a tutorial a while back, and we were looking at the communication styles and the faults in communication in the media, and I'd asked them to bring some different articles from the media so we could have a look. It's amazing how in the media, journalists put spin on things. You know, put, put stuff in there that are really little hidden time bombs that we just consume day by day, uncritically, and they become part of us. There was an advertisement in there for frequent flyer points, and the caption was, the more you spend, the more you earn. And attached to the earning side of the equation, they had these wonderful pictures of holidays and gifts and plane flights and hotels. Sure, the more you spend, the more you earn. But you know something? The more you spend, the more you spend. 
and the more you spend is much bigger than the earning side on the frequent flyer points. Now, we know that, but we allow our spending patterns and our credit card balances and our interest costs to be influenced by an advertiser who entices us to spend more so that we will get more frequent flyer points. The flip side of that is even though on one hand we will uncritically consume ideas from the media and from other people, the moment someone comes along with a different view to our own, we react, we push them away, we want them to agree with us. A piece of advice that King Solomon gave to some young men a few thousand years ago, we've been looking at Solomon's wisdom book of the book of Proverbs this week, and we'll do that again next week, was this. He said, without counsel plans go wrong, but with many advisors they succeed. I I love tuning into Solomon's advice. He was talking 3,000 years ago as a man who'd been around the block quite a few times to a bunch of younger, inexperienced men saying, here's some good, sound, godly wisdom and advice. And one of the bits of advice he gives them is Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. He says, without counsel, plans go wrong, but with many advisors, they succeed. Now, consulting the information technology industry as I did for many years, I've seen many large, expensive projects go wrong. I have to tell you why. I look at that little bit of advice from Solomon that was written 3,000 years ago before computers were ever invented, and I say, ain't that the truth? On the one hand, we want people to agree with us. I see X this way, so does Fred, so does Mary. Isn't that wonderful? Good, I must be right, and we can do it the way I want to do it because we all agree. That stuff, come on, it's, it's in our DNA. We want to control the outcome. We want people to agree with us. We want everyone to be on the same page. So we often don't ask them. We often don't involve them. We, we don't want to hear bad news. We, we just want to do what we want to do because we want to do it and it's grabbed our attention. I want to do it my way. I, I, want, to, I want to control the outcome. Now, my role in the kingdom of God is, is I'm gifted to be a mouth, right? I, I'm gifted to talk. And listening is something from the earliest age that I've had to learn. It doesn't come naturally to me to sit and to listen to someone and to understand. But in 17 years of consulting, my mentor, a guy called Graham, who was 20, 25 years my senior, actually taught me to listen. He took me into meetings with him. He watched me fail to listen and talk over the top of people. And he'd take me aside and say, Bernie, don't talk over the top of people. Actually listen to them. He said, in in fact, the job that you have chosen as a consultant, if you don't listen to them, you're going to fail. So I came up with an inviolate rule. If I am in a space and someone else is talking while I'm talking, I stop talking. I don't talk over people because I want to hear what people have to say. It's a hard lesson to learn, but it's one of the most valuable lessons I ever learned. When you sit around a table and you have different people with different expertise and different ideas, we were planning a complex website once. It was wonderful. It was innovative. We didn't quite know how to let people explore what we wanted them to explore. And so we asked a number of people to come into a room for half a day and I just sat and listened to them. And you know something? I would never have been able to come up with the sort of creative ideas they had. I would never on my own have had the perspective and the understanding and the wealth of knowledge, and we benefited so much from tapping into these other people's creativity. And and when I have my plans and my dreams and I just decide to roll forward with them and not include other people, I'm going to miss out on their ideas. The counsel that involves other people 
brings in different perceptions, new ideas, new angles, new experience about risks and problems that will hit. If I just steam ahead without those, I can miss those risks. Without counsel, plans go wrong, but with many advisors, they succeed. On the board of our ministry, Christianity Works, there was a man once, and he'd been on the board for a good many years, and he came to me and he said, Bernie, you know, I, I don't think I can add much value on this board. He said, I don't think I should be on the board. And I said to him, you, you know what value you add? You always come up with a different angle. You're prepared to put a different point of view. And sometimes, to tell you the truth, over the years, I found it frustrating because he stops the board from being a mutual admiration society. He brings a fresh perspective, a new perspective. And I said to him, that's your value. And, and without that, I think we would miss some of the things going forward. Come on, let's surround ourselves with people are different from us. Okay, Solomon wrote this stuff 3,000 years ago, but it's pretty good stuff, isn't it? Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.